Here I come, walking down the street. Got plenty of podcasts for everyone I meet. Hey, hey, I'm a podcaster. Hey, what's up, people? Little uh, little jingle jangle for you right there out of the gate. Uh, ripping off some monkeys. Uh, welcome to the Harland Highway. Great to have you here. As always, it's always an extreme pleasure to have you along for the ride on the highway. Uh, today we're going to be talking about some great stuff. We're going to be uh, d- delving into uh, romance. What do people look for in romance and why do so many women like the bad boy? Why do so many women like men that are abusive? Makes no sense to me, but we're going to discuss it. Um, we're going to be talking about Hooters. Uh, yeah, that's right, Hooters. I'll just leave it right there. I think you know what I'm talking about when I say Hooters. But who knows? Could go the other way on you. Uh, and then sadly, speaking of going the other way, I wish this guy would just go away. It's Friday. Dr. Ascot is here, and I got a visit with him, which I never love. So let's see what happens with him today. And then lastly, we're going to be talking about smoking. Are you having trouble quitting? I don't know. You're going to find out here on the Harlan Highway. (laughs) You just made a wrong turn. Would you kindly shut your mouth? Onto the Harlan Highway. Oh, it's lovely. It's just lovely. The Harlan Highway. Hi, Harlan. Teddy Ruxpin, and I'm your friend! Riding down the Harland Highway. I'm not your daddy! Hello, this is Harland Williams, and you have a beautiful girl, but you don't want to let her know how much you like her. Take her to the movies, but just to show her that you're not really that into her, Take her to a documentary, yes, a boring documentary about global warming, or a war, or how cars are made. Yes, be sure to not give too much of your emotional self away. Take a girl to a documentary, and don't forget to make her pay for the snacks. Just another friendly romantic tip, here on the Harland Highway. Do you ever catch yourself doing that in the romantic game of romance? Um, it, it is weird, isn't it? How how sometimes when you really like someone or someone really likes you, instead of laying on the affection and the adoration and uh, all all that good stuff, they'll go the opposite way. They'll like uh, they'll treat you bad, or they'll ignore you, or they'll shun you, or kind of uh have attitude with you you ever notice that it's it's weird man and sometimes uh somehow it seems to be the way things work i i can't tell you how many uh girls i've met over the years just friends or acquaintances that uh say oh yeah the worse a guy treats me the more i like him i like a bad boy i mean does anyone get that I mean, uh, I certainly think a woman should be entitled to a manly man, you know. But a guy that just treats her like crap? 
I don't know. I think there's got to be issues with those girls, man, because uh, I certainly don't want to be treated like that. You know, you get enough of that from the uh, the rest of the world, man. You know, you're driving down the road, someone flips you off, or someone buds in line at the uh, at the the ATM, or someone uh, pushes you. You're at a nightclub, and they bash your drink over, and then they turn around and yell at you. And I mean, isn't there enough of that in the world? That that is that what you really want from the uh, the person you're hoping to get close to? I don't know, man. People uh, people certainly can be weird when it comes to uh, how they choose a, a partner or someone to be with. Hi, how are you? What's up? I really like you. Yeah, can I punch you in the face? Oh, I wish you would. Oh, thank you. Does that mean you like me? Not yet. Oh, thank you. How about now? Do you like me? We're getting close, baby. Oh, my. I really like you. You want to go on a romantic picnic or something? No, I don't, but how about one of these? Excellent suggestion. I wish I had thought of that. Yeah, well, here's something for not thinking about it. Oh, my goodness. Is it just me, or are we falling in love? No, you might be. All I'm feeling is... Oh, my God. I want to have your children. Yeah, I just don't get it, man. Some of these uh, these women that want to be uh, treated badly, borderline abused, and uh, and and that's what gets them off. I, I gotta believe though that in the long term that never works. I think there's this attraction to this idea of a bad boy and a tough guy and a. But in reality, man, if you're a dude and you push a woman around, you're not a tough guy, dude. You're just a wuss. You are a wuss. You're a bully. You're a brute. Should be no no dudes pushing women around, man. But uh, you ladies that are out there and uh, think that uh, being abused is cool, I don't know. Either get get yourself checked into a shrink and have your daddy issues looked at, or uh, just break the habit and start looking for a respectable guy that's gonna treat you uh, like gold treat you well, and uh, don't put up with any BS. And that's just me, Harlan Williams, your host, looking out for you right here on the oh-so-romantic Harland Highway. Ah, summer, 1942. I'll never forget how you danced through the surf in your long, white, flowing robe, Charlize. We met under the moonlight and the star-filled skies, the tropical breeze blowing through the palms, night birds calling on the wing, and the distant sound of ships out across the sea. I'll never forget as I held your hand and we skipped and we jumped and frolicked in the waves, and suddenly I found a Portuguese man-of-war drifting upon the surf and I picked it up and grinded it in your face. Your face puffing up, having a reaction as the poison-filled tentacles stung you in your eyes and on your cheeks. Wonderful night of romance. And then we laid upon the sand. I gazed into your sparkling green eyes, your skin so fair in the moonlight. Suddenly a giant crab walked up and pinched your nose and blood started gushing all over the white sands. Oh, how I laughed and frolicked as you lay there rolling around, 
seaweed in your hair, trying to rip the giant claws of the crab off of your face, your screams piercing the night and no one around to hear them. Ah, I do miss the summer's chalice. I'll never forget that romantic night as we moved to the hammock. The hammock put between the two palm trees bending in the wind. And I gently rocked you back and forth, singing to you. And then I started to push you faster, and faster and faster yet, until suddenly you were spinning around like a moth in a cocoon in the hammock, twirling and screaming, trying to break free, until finally the rope snapped, and you went flying through the air and hit your face against the palm tree, conking it like a cheap coconut. I'll never forget. Hey, hey, what are you doing, dude? I'm reading a romantic letter. No, that's not romantic. It's it's borderline violent. It's awful. Excuse me, I'm trying to read a romantic letter. Yeah, get out of here. it's, it's, It's creepy, man. I'll never forget how the coconuts fell from the tree and cracked on your skull and you lay there bleeding with your brain exposed. Get out of here! Unbelievable. What a, What is that guy? I'm trying to read some romantic letters. They're not romantic. They're vile is what they are. Good Lord. As I buried you up to your knees in the sand and the tsunami wave came and snapped your spine. Get out! Okay, I am mad. I am mad at the establishment. I am mad at the man. And here's why. I don't like to be misled. I went into Hooters the other day, and they're famous for their wings, right? Okay, it's Hooters. Their mascot is an owl. Okay, I see the the Hooters sign with the picture of the owl. I'm led to believe that somehow there's an owl-based product involved in the Hooters experience. So I go in, and they go, would you like some wings, sir? And I go, what kind of wings you got? We got honey barbecue. We got buffalo. We got extra spicy. We got dry ribs. I'm like, hmm. You know what? I've had chicken wings before, but I've never had owl wings. Bring me some owl wings. Excuse me, sir. Owl wings. Uh, we don't serve owl wings, sir. Your sign says Hooters. There's an owl on your logo there. I don't want tiny little chicken wings, okay? Owls have, like, five-foot wingspans. I want some big, hearty owl wings. I want some snowy owl wings. I want some screech owl wings. And bring me a side order of barn owl wings. And I don't want them to smell like manure, either. Sir, we don't have wings. Oh, really? Then what does Hooters mean? What's with the owl thing? Well, sir, between me and you, Hooters means these. What are those? These are my hooters. So this place isn't all about owl meat. Yes, sir. Okay, then I'll take an order of those. Sir? Yeah, give me some buffalo boobs, some honey garlic boobs. I want some hot and spicy boobs. I want some dry boobs. Sir? How would you like those owl wings done? Harlan Williams. That's right, Thunder Jugs. Oh, yeah, Hooters, man. I wonder uh, what it's like coming from another country and you see a place like Hooters. Huh? And I wonder uh, if they have trouble with it, like, uh, you know, Cockney people from uh, the United Kingdom, English people. They're like, hey, look, mate, would you tell me how to get uh, Hooters? I'm sorry? 
Ooters. What are you looking for? I want to get to Ooters. You want to get to Ooters. Yeah, that's right, Ooters. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. You know, the place where they got the big Ooters. They've got big Ooters. Yeah, that's what I said, mate. Ooters. You know, I want to get Ooters, have a lime and lager, have some, like, wings and whatnot. Ooters. Good Lord. And owls, man. I don't know. Is that an insult to an owl? Aren't they the, the wisest of all the birds? And they've been reduced to, like, tits. Sorry to be so crass, but, uh, you know. I don't know. I wonder if it pisses them off. They're big owl eyes. Did you know this, too? I didn't know this till recently, but that owls, they cannot move their eyes. They're, they have perma-stare. They're like, they're like uh, peeping toms. Owls cannot shift their eyes back and forth the way we can. We can, we can shift our eyes left to right, up and down, around in circles, if you're from uh, certain areas of Nebraska, you can have, like, cross eyes. Owls cannot do that. They're, they're permanently affixed, and that's why owls can turn their heads so much. That's why they can pivot their heads almost all the way around. In fact, they actually have extra bones in their neck that lets them move their, uh, their, their, their heads around. I guess I guess if nature isn't going to let you move your eyes, it might as well let you spin your head around on your shoulders, right? Wow. I wish we had that, man. Why don't humans have that? Then when we're driving, no more rearview mirrors, no more side mirrors, right? You could just be like twirling your head around all sides, looking for oncoming traffic. Imagine how many uh, accidents that would prevent. Maybe I could get surgery done and lower my insurance. Hey, man, how much is my premium? Well, it says here you had the owl rotating head surgery, so we're going to drop your uh, car insurance rate by 40%. That's awesome. By the way, do you have any mice around here? I'm getting hungry. Pardon me? <laughs> Pardon me, sir? What was that? <laughs> Who what? <laughs> You're scaring me, sir. <laughs> yeah, owls, man. They are smart, though, man. There was one uh, hooing in my tree the other night. I was watching TV, and I could hear it outside. I got these big pine trees growing behind my house, and I went out with the flashlight, and I swear to God, it's like freezing out, and I'm standing out there, you know, with a flashlight looking around in the branches for an owl. Man, maybe I, I better join a social club or something. What's that say about me? Ten at night, I'm in the yard with a flashlight searching for owls in the tree. Never found them. The thing was just mocking me. You know, when my light's going up and down every branch, I can hear him. He's like, <laughs> you bastard. Um, so there you go. Uh, get to Hooters, have some owl wings, and... Uh, Get your eat on. Woohoo! Hello? Hello? Hi, 
Arnold. My name is Victoria McCurdy, and I'm just calling to say how much I enjoy your show. Anyway, I just really enjoy you. I look so forward to driving home on the Ireland Highway every day, and I just thought I would give you a call and let you know. So keep up the good work and keep entertaining. Bye. Oh, well, thank you. Hey, nothing beats a little positive reinforcement, right? Let's see if there's any more of that in the old answering machine. Hey, Highland. My name is Diane Carpenter. I just want to let you know you're doing a great job. The only character I might get rid of would be Cinnamon Boy. Sometimes it's a little bit too much, but otherwise your show is great. Bye. Oh, thank you so much. Finally, somebody that agrees with me. I cannot stand that little cinnamon boy freak that kid Did someone mention my name oh what are you doing here i thought i heard the name cinnamon boy yeah you did well that's me i'm cinnamon boy and i love cinnamon look nobody likes you kid nobody wants you around well you may not want me but everyone always loves cinnamon oh kid get out of here the fresh smell is cinnamon but no one loves cinnamon more than me. Why is that, kid? Because I'm Cinnamon Boy, and I love cinnamon! Get out of here! Oh, yeah, that's why we hate him. He is too much. Harlan, this is David in Denver. I just had a quick question for you. Did you get into radio before or after the frontal lobotomy? Toodaloo. I got into radio before the frontal lobotomy. No, no, wait. After the frontal lobotomy. No, before. No, after. After the front. No, before, after. I I don't know, man. Don't ask me these stressful questions because the front part of my brain was surgically removed. And just so you know, I'm going in for a rear lobotomy, so the show's just going to get better and better. Keep on listening. Keep your calls coming. The Harland Highway. I like it how some people think I'm uh, on the radio. Um, you know, I just play along, but we're not on the radio. This is a podcast, okay? We're in the pod, people. We're not on the radio. We're in the pod. And we're floating towards the distant planet together in this cramped up little pod. Um, yeah, Cinnamon Boy is annoying as hell, but I, I got to tell you, as annoying as Cinnamon Boy is, nothing annoys me more than what I have to do right now. Oh, because it's Friday, I got to sit with my stupid shrink, mandatory uh, shrink session, because the powers that be that produce and uh, run my podcast feel I've got a nut loose, and so here we go. Oh, got to sit with this moron, Dr. Ascot. Oh, brother. Here we go. Hello, Dr. Ascot. Hello, Holland. What are we doing today? I can't wait. Holland, be patient. Uh, it, it's, it's hard to be patient because I just want to get this over with. Holland. What? Holland. Stop it. You're starting to grind immediately. Holland, today... I am going to do what's known as a raw shock test. A raw shock test. What is that? That's the thing where you hold up the the paper with the the stains on it, and 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 I'm supposed to see butterflies and stuff. Exactly, Arlen. Well, why am I doing that? Why am I doing a raw shock test, Arlen? Well, why? 
Harlan, by analyzing your interpretations of the Rorschach stains. I can then analyze them and figure out your inner problems. My inner problems, Harlan. <sighs> okay, can we get this over with? Hold up your Rorschach cards <sighs> and let's see what you got. Here is the first one, Harlan. Uh, I don't know. It... I don't know. It looks like a bumblebee hit a windshield. Very interesting, Holland. Okay, great. Next. All right, Holland. How about this one? Uh, I don't know. It looks like a, a brown starfish. Very interesting, Holland. Okay, come on. Keep them coming. Yes, how about this one, Holland? Uh, I don't know. It looks like a brown sea urchin, kind of. Yes, Holland. Very interesting. How about this one, Arland? I don't know. It It actually looks like a, I don't know, like a, like a long streak or something. And why are they brown? I thought these things were supposed to be black. I couldn't find my black ones, Arland. Okay. How about this one, Arland? I don't know. It looks like a, uh, a dragon fighting a, a, a butterfly. What is the point of this? And... And what, what is that smell in here? Nothing, Arland. And why are these Rorschach... It, it looks like they're on rice paper. Aren't they supposed to be on cardboard cards? Normally they are, Arland. And what is that stink? Arland, how about this one? I don't know. That one looks like... That one looks kind of three-dimensional. It looks like a, a puddle of mud. And is that a peanut I see in there? Arland, ignore the peanut. Wait a minute, what the hell? Is that toilet paper? Holland, just pay attention to the cards. What the hell is that? Holland, I lost my Rorschach cards. You lost your Rorschach cards? Yes, Holland. Wait a minute, you lost your Rorschach cards, you come in here with this flimsy rice paper, and you have these brown stains on... What the hell is that? Nothing, Holland. Oh, my God. Is that toilet paper? Arlen, pay attention and read the raw shock test. What the heck? Is that toilet paper, Dr. Ascot? Possibly, Arlen. Oh, my God. D are those raw shock samples? Maybe, Arlen. What do you mean, maybe? Why is there a peanut on one of those, and why are they brown, and why are they on toilet paper? Holland, I lost my other cards with the black Rorschach test, and I had to improvise. What are you talking about improvise? This is toilet paper, Holland. Are you telling me that I'm sitting here interpreting your butt wipe? Exactly, Holland, but you're doing an excellent job. Oh my god, get out of here! Are you insane? Holland, just a few more. Are you insane? You brought your at your skid marks in? Get out of here! Holland, how about this one with the corn niblet? Get out of here! Get, I'm calling the police! Holland, how about this one, Holland? It's a real long one. Get out of here! Look at this one, Arland. It's shaped like a funny little giraffe. Out! Oh, my God. The, that guy just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Am I right? Good God. I swear he's going to do something, like, illegal. 
can you can you believe the guy comes in here and has me analyzing his skid marks? What the hell is wrong with that guy? Holy jumping. Unbelievable. So, yeah, I find him way more annoying than Cinnamon Boy. Let me tell you. Uh, I got to I gotta take a little b- break and get some air freshener in here and catch my breath. Uh, we'll be right back after this. This is Harlan Williams, and you're listening to the Harland Highway, and it's time for another friendly tip. Do you smoke cigarettes? Are you getting bored with smoking the same oral fixation day in and day out? Well, try this. Try lighting your cigarette and turning it around the other way. Smoke it so that the burning embers are in your throat. Inhale deeply and scorch out your windpipe. Inhale the delicious smoke and char the back of your tongue. You'll be the coolest smoker in your whole gang. Just another friendly tip from me, Harlan Williams, here on the Harland Highway. Yeah, what do you think, smoking? Are you, are you still smoking these days, huh? Are you still doing it, folks? It seems to me that uh, you see less of it, right? You see less and less of people smoking, at least uh, where I hang around. Um you know, and, and, and I, I got to say, it is one of the dumbest, dumbest things I think that humans do. Um, among the, the billions of dumb things we do, smoking is just ridiculous. I don't know if you've ever been to Canada, um, but you should see the cigarette boxes up in Canada, man. They, they are like, you might as well be uh, standing over roadkill. All right, I'm not kidding. They have bright colored photographs. Right on the box, right on the carton of cigarettes of people with, like, gum cancer, right? It holds them pulling their lip back, and it's a close-up of their rotten black gum and a tooth barely hanging on. They got pictures of, like, uh, they'll have a picture of a good, healthy pink lung and then, like, a shriveled-up black lung, right? They've got uh, they've got just these horrible pictures of, of things that, that are side effects of smoking, and I think uh, I think they're starting to do this in other countries now. They're starting to adopt this. Where uh, I just saw a thing on the news the other day. I forget which country it was. It might have been Ireland or it might have been uh, the UK, maybe Australia. But basically, that there can be no uh, no brand name, no 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 advertising on the actual carton of cigarettes. The whole face of the carton is just a picture of like a a cancer-riddled uh, esophagus or uh, some kind of hideous, uh, you know, effect from smoking. Ugh. It's it's pretty weird. It, it, is, it is just a dumb, dumb thing to do, you know? It's like people have a lot of habits, but uh, smoking just seems so weird, like, you know, drinking, you know, in a way you kind of get it because drinking is part of survival. You need liquid in your body. Uh, obviously, you don't need alcohol, but but somehow drinking feels a little more organic, you know? It, it's something that we would naturally do is drink. And people with eating obsessions, you eat 
you know. Um, but smoking, you know, uh, imagine the the first time you ever saw smoke, the first people that saw smoke, a tree was on fire, right? Got hit by lightning, and the cavemen were all standing around, and there's smoke billowing off of it. Do you think the first cavemen went, oh, my God, I got to eat some of that? I, I got to get some of that, that wispy white. I can't reach clouds. I've always wanted to eat a cloud, but they're too out of reach. But look at that smoke. Oh, I just want to breathe it in. Oh, oh, that's nice. Oh, nothing like the feel of burnt pine tree in my lungs. I don't know. Just It's just kind of a bizarre practice to me. It's definitely... Uh, not organic to the human uh, system, the human body. It's uh, it's a very strange thing indeed. But uh, you know, if you're stuck smoking and you're trying to quit, there's a there's a great short story by Stephen King. You should find it. It's called Quitters Inc. It's uh, you know, I think the thing's about twenty pages long or whatever. It's a, it's a great short story about. This guy who could not quit smoking no matter what he did, right? So he found this card, or he met some guy at a train station or something, and uh, he had a business card from Quitters, Inc., and they guaranteed that you quit smoking, right? So to desperation, this guy says, you know what, I'll give it a shot. So, you know, he pays 500 bucks. he joins, Quitt- joins Quitters, Inc., and they just say, okay, just let us do the work, and... uh from here on in, from this moment, you cannot smoke, right? So the guy walks away, and he's, uh, you know, he's like, nothing's really happening. He doesn't really hear from anyone from Quitter's Inc. He, he, doesn't, uh, he doesn't get any correspondence, and uh, he's at home, and he's restless, and he lights up a cigarette. And he's on his, like, second puff, and all of a sudden he hears, like, a noise in his closet. And he, he goes over and he looks and he sees a pair of shoes and some legs from behind all his clothes. Okay? There's some guy standing in his closet. So he freaks out. He runs away. He puts his cigarette out. And then he, uh, you know, he's out another day and he starts smoking and he comes home and his wife has three broken fingers. And he's like, what the hell? And then he lights another one later on, and uh, some guy shows up with a baseball club and smashes his shin bone. It's, it's, it just keeps getting worse and worse. But I thought it's a great little story. If you get a chance, maybe you can download it or something. Quitters, Inc. by Stephen King. It's a short story, and it gets really violent and creepy, and it's very entertaining. Um, and if you're having trouble quitting your habit, maybe you should look them up. <laughs> or maybe if you just want to get rid of your husband or wife, call them up too. Uh, but whatever you do, don't quit the Harland Highway. Unfortunately, I have to quit right now. Our time is up. Um, I hope you had a great time. I know I did, except for Dr. Ascot. Um, and we'll catch you uh, next time right here on the Harland Highway. And tell them, my friends, chicken chow mein, baby. Harland. Oh,